choose one of these groups, bro. Eastside Cheddar Boys, Street Lords, Team Eastside, Doughboys Cash Out. Mm. I gotta choose one. Choose one. This ain't one, one gotta go. Oh, okay, just choose one. If you can only, if, uh, if, uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh. Street Lords. We here, we live, we lit another episode of A One Live podcast. I got a, I got yes, a guy sir. that's been in the game for a minute, man. I got a guy that's uh, musically inclined, uh, dope lyricist, uh, and a, and a, and and a voice of the streets hustler. I got we Ouija the hustler on A One Live podcast. Yes, Thanks for checking in with me, G's. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, it's, I appreciate it, man. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been following your situation for a minute, watching the interviews and actually listening to what these different people that you interview been talking about so i'm definitely in tune i appreciate it man well uh you've been putting it down yourself for a minute is there anything that surprises you about the industry bro either in general or in terms of your own career um now uh as of 2020 21 and all that Nothing surprises me, but earlier on, um, you know, growing up, being a fan of music, growing up in a household where music was always being listened to, no matter if it was church music or jazz or R&B or rap, like you look at you look at the music game when you're young, like, oh, yeah, it's glitz and glam and this and that. But once you really step your foot into it, you be like, oh, yeah, this is bullshit. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you really, you really look at it like, oh, this is some bull crap right here. Like, oh, it ain't like this. Oh, it is like that. Like, this game is something totally different, man. If you let it consume you and send you on the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I understand why some of these cats be on drugs and they go do this and go stick up this person because of this contract. You know, they hurting and their family ain't eating. Sometimes I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're a person that 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 been led down a road the wrong way or you don't have nobody that's an OG or a big homie in the industry telling you like, yeah, man, don't sign that contract. Yeah, man, don't deal with that situation. Like, you'll go the wrong way and you'll definitely get a, uh, a, a big lump on your head and be looking real stupid out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Any artist that tell you he ain't made a wrong move in his career, he a lie. You know what I'm saying? He a lot. Like, it's just a learning experience. And sometimes it takes people longer than others to get that experience and get that knowledge and say, you know what? This ain't for me. That ain't for me. Let me move this kind of way so it'll work out for me. And, and, and you mentioned and you mentioned having a big homie to let you, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, uh, give you knowledge and give you game. Have you ever been in a position yourself where you was in a bad contract or you done got messed over, over, over the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Talk about that a little bit where you done couple, maybe got messed up uh, over, over a, a, a couple of times. Yeah. A couple of times. You know I'm saying like, I ain't going to front. Like it's, it's a couple of times I done made the wrong decision or, uh, I didn't pull out of a, a situation quick enough. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Um, just I, I move. I'm a lot of my life. I move off of loyalty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I rock with you, if we homies, if we bros, and and blood, sweat, and tears together, and all that. I'm going to keep rocking with you if you're wrong or right, and we'll handle the wrong later on. You feel me? Like, I'm going right. to keep rolling with you, and, and, and I'll be down to eating the hot and ready with you when we messed up, or we can ball and eat them them $100 steaks and stuff later on, whatever it is. Like, I'm that type of dude to my homies, to my homies, as far as the music or whatever it is. I'm that type of dude, and a lot of times, that right there will mess you up, and it has. You know what I'm saying? So having bad situations where you have somebody tell you that that was me that's why i said that like i now i'm the big homie or i'm the uh individual and some people like to say hey hey double think that i don't think you should move like that oh no don't do that now i'm that guy letting these cats know like yeah that's some bull crap dog like you might want to reread that or you might want to really seek professional help on looking over that paperwork or or uh attending that meeting with you you know what i'm saying because sometimes you go into the meetings or discussions or having lunch and everything sound grave and you be like, yeah, I'm around with it. And then you be fucked up down the line, man. You ain't getting no music out. You ain't getting no mm. attention towards your craft or you as the artist or a producer or the label. And this stuff will mess you up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I done signed cats before to my label and I done fired all they ass before too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I when I was dealing with cats uh back in like uh twelve or thirteen when I had my label popping, I had like thirteen artists, twelve or thirteen, putting them on big shows, big names, etc. and um stuff like that. And what was they, the uh, biggest what was the biggest downfall of that situation? Maybe not even within yourself, but maybe with even within just taking taking a bunch of people like that under your wing like you know what i'm saying of course we learn from situations but what what would you say was your biggest downfall from that you know um probably putting them on big shows too soon okay when they was when when, when a majority of them was still rookies but they had it though it may not have been right then but they definitely had it you know what i'm okay. saying i seen it in them like okay yeah she cold. Oh, yeah, he cold. He just needs some good production or he just needs somebody to help him structure a song correctly. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Stuff like that. So I seen cats because I had auditions and I actually had real auditions where it went from 50 or 60 people down to the 10 people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Situation like, yeah, I'm going to work with these guys and try to put something together. And I had guys working immediately. You know what I'm saying? I didn't sugarcoat nothing. I told these guys what it was. I told them how the situation can be funded for their project. I'm like, hey, I'll put you a couple songs together. You can call it a demo. You can call it an EP, whatever it is. We can shoot a video. If you want to shoot a video, I'm going to put you on them stages. I'm going to put you on them flyers, this and that. All you got to do is A, B, and C. And it mm. was nothing illegal. You know mm. what I'm saying? When I say that, it was nothing illegal, nothing like that. All you had to do was grind. That's it, because you're going to get more appreciation out of it when you grind for what you want. And then at the end of the day, you'll be like, you know what? I made that happen. Yeah. yeah. You know what you, I'm saying? I didn't want to lie to nobody. I didn't want you basically I didn't want to lie. in front of them and was like, huh, all you got to do is eat your meal. Eat, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I told cats, like, I don't want no contract with y'all niggas, none of that. We can do an agreement because I don't want nobody to get, uh, maybe you do get signed to a bigger situation or, and, and, and you know, you hear the cats be like, yeah, I can't get out my contract. They still want to keep me over there because they see I'm popping now, whatever it is. Never none of that. Just give me a shout out on your album cover, on your Facebook post or something, and just say thank you, my nigga. You feel me? Or, you know what I'm saying, shout out in the album cover, CD cover, whatever you got going on online. Just give me a shout out, man. We keep it moving, dog. I want you to get that bag. You feel me? Like, I want you to get that money. Like, I'm going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? So, I just want that work. I just want that work portfolio to say, yeah, okay, I helped this artist. I did that. Yup. He gave me a shout out. Cool. On to the next thing. You feel me? You mentioned being a big homie and, 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 and you know... You know, being that that voice for the for the for the month, for the people coming up, bro. Is there a misconception that you know? Because sometimes they say like like the new generation, where where they don't where they don't listen to us, they don't listen to the old heads. They are off doing their own own thing. Is that a misconception, like bro? It, or is it really is the gap really that that far apart? Uh, but lately the gap been closing though. Okay. Lately, the guy, I want to say through the pandemic, I think the gap been closing. You know what I'm saying? Even though like it's changing up, the pandemic changed up an uh, artist hustle. It showed you who the hustlers was. It showed you who can use their imagination. It showed you who really had grind in their bloodline. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these younger cats really was reaching out for a little direction to some of these cats, you know what I'm saying? Or collabing or going to the studio to hang with them and see, you know what I'm saying? This and that, because not saying the, the, the 90s babies and all them other babies after that was not hustlers, but a lot of the, 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 the OGs that's in the city is 80s babies, you know what I'm saying? So, Thanks. you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, hey, they looking at what niggas are still doing. Like, okay, yeah, dog still working. He made it happen, this and that. Like, through the pandemic, I never stopped. You know what I'm saying? That never stopped me. I never was worried about recording another song. Never was worried about recording another video. If we got to wear a mask for a video shoot, that's what we're going to do. If we got to wear a mask in the studio, that's what we're going to do. But we can't stop this music from being made. We can't stop that. It just made people stream stronger, even for myself. It made my streams 100% stronger. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it like, you know what I'm saying? It's a gift and a curse, but the gap definitely been um the, the, the gap definitely been closing, man. Cats has been listening, cats has been working together, being in the same rooms with some of these cats and a lot a lot of a lot of a lot of you know uh I call them light beasts because if ain't nobody die over it, it wasn't really nothing serious. A lot of light beasts done been mended, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know what I'm saying, it may be because people looking at it like, man, you could be here today, gone tomorrow. That's more, that's more, that's more in front of your face now. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I like, like I, I helped with a nice amount of funerals in the last year. Well, mm -hmm. matter of fact, 2020. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Helped with a nice amount of funerals, no matter what the helping was, I extended my hand. I was helping how it could be. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And that put a lot of stuff in perspective for people because your neighbors was dying. Mm -hmm. Your mamas and daddies and aunties was dying. 
people that was perfectly healthy working people out. People you thought day. was gonna be here forever, like you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. <laughs> that tell you like, man, you need to eat better, need to do better, and they did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that stuff just put it all in the forefront, right in front of you, like slapped you in the face with it. Like it is what it is because back in the beginning of March of last year, when they was talking about, yeah, over here in such and such state, it's cases of Corona. We got one or two cases. You know, we wasn't like uh, me being in Detroit and Michigan. I'm like, oh yeah, that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It's going to pass like H1N1 and all the other stuff that was going on. We're going to get past all that. California going crazy. West Coast going crazy with the numbers. I'm just thinking like, yeah, me, I mean, a lot of people thinking like that. Yeah, we don't get nothing in Michigan. Ain't nothing going on and this and that. We don't get no backlash off of nothing or whatever it is. And uh, it just so happened I had got hit up for a tour and uh, the homies had hit me up and the tour supposed to start it. I want to say maybe the third week of March or something like that. And mm -hmm. um, it was from March to the end of uh, May. I was going to do uh, any dates I wanted to do, in and out. I didn't have to do the whole tour. I still was going to get paid for each show that I did. So that was music to my ears. And then um, the night I agreed to it, maybe two, three hours later on the news, we got two cases in Michigan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, two cases? Okay, that ain't bad. And then by the weekend, because that was like a Tuesday or Wednesday, and then, like, Saturday or Sunday, they talking about, yeah, we got hundreds of cases and this and that. Then that next week, they talking about, yeah, we about to be shut down. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't know what it was. That's why everybody was out running to get the tissue and filling up your car tanks. And <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, when I knew it was real, when I was living in the D, I've been in, uh, I've been in South Carolina. It's going on a year. So, so when I was there, I was working at Ford. I knew what was real. They never closed down. Any plant, they never closed. They're like, yo, said, yeah. I don't care what's going on in the world. We working when they when they shut down. That's when I knew it was real. Yeah, like yeah, that's what I say when I I seen certain stuff, you know, this and that. But I was, I end up turning into a a COVID freak when it comes to far as the um keeping yourself um safe because you watching all these reports and you hearing the rumors, you really don't know. Yeah. What all is what yet? Because it's still in that first couple of weeks and all that. I'm going to the store. I'm telling my family, y'all stay in the house. I'm acting like it's a killer outside. Y'all stay in the house, <laughs> lock the door. I'm going to go out. <laughs> go to the grocery store. And all. I got a bottle. I had a little hairspray bottle of uh alcohol, yeah. hand sanitizer, mask, bandanas. Yeah. I'm hitting the stove like I'm about to rob the stove. I got yeah. spray in my hand in the stove, spraying down the basket myself and yeah. Bring the food home. I put it on the table. Take all my clothes off at the door. Put it in the bag. I'm doing all type of extra shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wiping the food down with the wipes and stuff on the table. Putting that. You know what I'm saying? Like we was going through a whole bunch of whole bunch Cause of. We, Cause we don't know. We ain't know, bro. It, and it, and, and so and, it's better to be prepared than take a risk. And then you know what I'm saying? We'd be another one of them names on the list. You feel me? Yeah, right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was just like, man, dog. But yeah. then by, you know, some of my family yeah. having asthma, they talking about people that got asthma. That's an issue. I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. man. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Then they talking yeah. about the big guys is dying off. It's everybody dying off. I mean, just the big guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it was just too much, man. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it made people better 
on their hustle, man, because you see a lot of businesses been popping up, independent businesses, uh, mm -hmm. clothing stuff, uh, mm -hmm. all the pop-up shops been going crazy all around mm -hmm. when you throw the pop-up shop events, uh, people selling sex toys, selling clothes, selling perfume, and, you know, everybody's on the entrepreneur type thing, yeah. trying to get the yeah. bigger bag, because you got to keep that money coming in some kind of way, you know what I'm yeah. saying, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, hella. Hey, uh, you recent, uh, you recently recorded a uh, a record. I'll be back with uh, JDI. Drew does it on the, on the, on the, uh, on the video. You did a lot of videos with him. T uh, talk about that record. How did that record come about? And uh, who on the production of that record? I'll be back. Oh uh, yeah, that was produced by my man Ill Will. Man, he had, uh he made beats. Uh, I don't I forgot what state he originally from. People get it mixed up with the Ill Will that's from Detroit. That's a DJ. That's Vezo DJ, but right. that's not the same Ill Will. Um, and um, I was actually on the road last summer, uh, handling some uh, road business. It ain't the Ill uh, Will from Pontiac, is it? I don't even know where he's from. I don't think he's from Michigan at all. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, that's what I said. I don't think he's from Michigan at all. Um, like, like people got to know this. I tell people this all the time. I don't have set producers I mess with. You know, sometimes I reach out to certain ones for that sound, but when it overall, I don't have a set producer I always mess with. I put out posts. Who got beats? Send me beats. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, whatever it is, and people send me hundreds and hundreds of beats. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying. So I just happen to particularly get a beat, a couple beats from this guy, and uh, I think I got him off of Twitter. As so I say, like I be putting an email up, and you know, Twitter ain't no telling who looking at your stuff. They right. just send us stuff. Hey, look, see you looking for beats. See you looking for beats, and I get these guys. That may be on SoundClick with a uh, catalog or all these other sites, beat whatever, beat whatever sites that be on. And they want you to hit the link, go to the thing, pick out what you want to do. You could buy, you could lease it, whatever it is. And I done bought a few beats. You feel me? So um, this particular situation, my man has sent over something and I ain't like it, but I still clicked on his actual catalog to go to his main website. And I started hearing stuff. Okay. And I'm like, oh damn, my man got he do got skills. I just don't like what he sent me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he do yeah, got yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might he might have just know. thought he, I like this, but I like this one. Like, right, where yeah, you know what I'm saying? He might have just thought that was for me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm listening to it. it's probably like six, seven in the morning. Cause like I said, I'm on the road handling business. And uh me and my brother was riding, I think we was on our way to Chicago or something like that. And um, or uh St. Louis, it was something. I know we was up 94. And um, I clicked on it. We heard one beat, and we was talking about working on the album together. I'm like, oh yeah, let's put this, this, this. Yeah, let's see what we can do with this. Then I clicked on another beat, and I'm like, damn, what's that sample? I'm like, oh, that's that Tyrese joint. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta do something to this because that's one of my favorite songs, the Sweet Lady Tyrese. I'm like, let me see if I can put something to it. He was like, nah, you can't. I don't know about. It. I'm like, nigga, watch this. Yeah, so I'm like, um, man, I bet you I rock something out of it. I think that probably was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Yeah, a Wednesday. When we got back to the city that later on that night, when we got back to Detroit, I think I started writing to it that night or the next morning, just like vibing to it, listening to it, seeing what approach I was going to take. And then uh, I had started jotting down some stuff. 
ended up hitting my uh, engineer up like, man, when I can't get in the studio? He like, Saturday. Bet. I just need like two, three hours in the studio. I just want to put something down. And I was going to record a whole nother song and get it mixed and everything. So I was like, I'm still messing with this. I'm messing with the hook, but that's all I got is the hook. You know what I'm saying? So I wrote the verse driving. Basically, how we talk, I wrote the verse driving. They had the studio. I'm like, man, I pulled up on in the hood early before I hit the studio. It was on the block with the fellas. I'm like, man, just chilling in the car with the AC on. I went back to listening to the beat. Mm-hmm. Ended up writing the whole, finishing the whole song right there on the block. Went to the studio like, man, I just want to see how this sound. Yeah. One take. Mm. I did that whole song in one take. Mm. Came out the studio with the big speakers, listened to it. You know what? Fuck what I was about to do. Mix that. Let's go. And make the radio version. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go all out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like what I'm is like, what what is like when you making records like that? Like, what is the creative process for Ouija? Like, is it like do you have a set creative process or do it just come when it come? It come when it come. Like, I don't. That's why oh. I say even with the even with picking the beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could you could be one of the dopest producers. Don't mean I have to like you. You feel me? Like, it's just the beat got to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that particular beat just was like, oh, that it said something to me. You feel me? I don't know what's gonna come out of it, but it said something to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have multiple beats in my career where I didn't heard that beat before I went to the studio, probably, and put a whole situation together before I got to the studio. Probably was missing a bar or two off the song mm. and filled it in at the studio, and that bitch was a banger. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Like with me, it just never. I don't. When people ask me that question, like I never you can't know the answer. It. it just, you know, what yeah, saying? because I don't. I, I I be sitting on beats for years or months, and it don't say nothing to me. Then when I go back through stuff and just be listening, be with the homies or something, or just try to put something together with something, I'm like, oh, that idea had this beat. I like. Then you pull that back out and. Or sometimes, or sometimes you might hear that one that you that you mess around, write a whole song as soon as you hear. it. As <laughs> soon as you hear yeah. the chorus, <laughs> the chorus there, the verse, like, 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 like that. I'll be back is on my album I dropped in September called Winter Circle. Yeah, and um, that wasn't never going to be the single because I had already started dropping stuff through the pandemic for the album, but none of the stuff was official single like that. Enough, I was just dropping music because mm-hmm. I'm like, ain't nothing else to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But shoot video, drop music, do what I want to do on the stream and stuff because we in the house and whatever it is. So I just was dropping, dropping, dropping. Yeah. And then I ended up going to uh, a DJ pool, record pool, okay. uh, back in August because I was already in and out of town doing what I wanted to do. Like, fuck this pandemic shit. I'm I'm out here in the streets. I'm in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I came back home for uh, a couple of days um, from Cali, I had uh went to the uh coalition DJs uh record pool. And um Shout out to them, man. Yeah. I'm glad uh, I'm glad drunken mass back home. Oh yeah, yeah. My dog is home, man. So Trust uh me. so I had uh went to the uh record pool they had been trying to get me to come. My DJ had been trying to get me to come. But I was like, man, I ain't ready, man. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. I'm in the streets, I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? I'm just in the streets, you feel me? Yeah. I'm like, man, I'll make it up there, I'll make it up there. So one particular time, like, man, I'm about to pull up. 
You about to pull up? I'm like, man, I'm about to pull up. I'm about to bring some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm bringing some shit with me. I'm about to pull up. So I pull up. I pull up and I do, uh, I pick three joints for them to play. Uh, a joint called We Own. I shot a video for that in Cali. I haven't even released that yet. Um, a video I got with a song I got with, uh, Iced Up Records Tizzle, my bro. Road Life, that video out. Uh, I did that song, and I did I'll Be Back. That was the last joint I did when I did the three joints in front of them live. And uh, they was messing with all the tracks. You know what I'm saying? They messed with all of them, gave, critiqued all of them. They were definitely rocking with all of them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Most people like, yeah, they only was messing with one of my songs, too. They was rocking with all my shit. And... Um, I'll be back is what they really had the most feedback on. Like, that's the one. Mm -hmm. We can speed it up in the club. We can do this in the club with it. We can, the girls gonna like it. The guys still gonna like it. Could you talk of that street shit on there? And it's for the girls a little bit too. Like, yeah, you, that, 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 that can go both ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when they told me that they was like, yeah, you don't have to get an artwork for it, do a video. Not knowing I was already putting that together anyway. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I put the video together, put the artwork together for it and all that. Dropped it beginning of September, shot the video in September, just recently dropped the video because of other reasons. But far as the single, it went great. You know what I'm saying? Far as the streams. It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. As far as the streams, it definitely did what it was supposed to do. And then they just started playing on the radio. Uh, they played it like, I think, two times uh, on 107.5. Like beginning of this month or late last last month, something like that, whatever it was. But like I said, it, yeah, late last month, beginning of this month. So I, I can't even complain. Um, even on that, I can't even complain. Like it did, it did more than what I thought it was gonna do. You know what I'm saying? But they definitely gave me the spark. That's why I said, far the homies telling you something yeah. or whatever it is, like nigga, that's that one. All yeah. them bitches bankers, but that's that one. That's the one. This this out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they, you know, saying the clubs be playing here and there and all that stuff. I can't complain, but that just gave me motivation for the next project. Cause even after I dropped in September, I was ready to drop two more projects before the new year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was ready to drop two more full projects before the new year. Niggas was like, man, calm down. Like you gotta let you gotta let that bitch do what it do. You gotta let the album marinate. You gotta let niggas really yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you, I mean, it's a gift and a curse. You ain't wrong. Like you wanna, you wanna keep, you wanna keep staying in their face. You feel me? You wanna keep staying in their face, but at the same time, like yeah, you wanna, you know what I'm saying? You wanna spoon feed them too. So it's, it's kind of like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, and like I said, for the overall of the project, cause I was nervous about putting the album out because it was 17 tracks on it. Okay. It was a real fucking album. Yeah, yeah, which which you know which is rare in the game right now. I mean, you still got guys that put that's why I did it. Full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so by me being a fan of '90s music, uh, that was um, that was basically like um a dedication to that '90s music vibe. Far as uh doing interludes, far mm -hmm. as seventeen tracks on there, I got a. Uh, Cause the original album has 18 tracks, mm -hmm. but due to whatever with the distribution, whatever, they wouldn't let me load one of my interludes up. Mm -hmm. And, um, it ended up being a 17 track album. So okay. 
uh, my whole goal was to do like the little skits and do the music like you were here in the 90s and stuff like that. But uh, one of the songs that's on that particular album is Bomb Ass Pussy. I redid the Dog Pound Bomb Ass Pussy. Yeah, number nine. Uh, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? I uh, redid that. And um, that was uh, like a lot of people in my, that was 80s babies, enjoy that song. That get a lot of play on the West Coast. You know what I'm how saying? Did you, so, how did you choose who was going to be on the album as, as far as feature-wise? You know what I'm saying? I see you got a few cats on there. Uh, 50 Cal, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got a few Tizzle. You got a few cats on there. How did you choose, like, okay, who's going to be on the album or or who, who you was going to say, like, yo, I hear you on this record. I hear you on this record. Because a lot of people don't know. We artists, but sometimes we be A&R in our own projects, too. Like, we know who going to make sense on it. Well, originally, I wasn't going to have nobody on the album. Okay. <laughs> originally, because I never, like, I've been a victim of can't depend on somebody. Mm -hmm. When it's time for a video, when it's time for a show, when it's time for this, and you can't promote that shit right. You know what I'm saying? I've been a victim of that. You feel me? So, it left a sour taste in my mouth for years to worry about no features. But... Um, the very first song that was recorded for that album was Made Man. That's mm -hmm. on the album. Track three. And, um, yeah, and that, that that was dedicated to my best friend that died. And um, a lot of that song is real conversations me and him had. So, um, it, it, it set the pace for the album too. And um, when it came to just doing songs with people, you know, I got songs with, uh, let's go do a song. Um, really the song with, uh, the road life song really changed more the scape of the album too. When I did it with Tizzle because, um, bro was fucking with me. You know what I'm okay. saying? It was all love. Bro was fucking with me. That made me look like, okay, yeah, I can start working with cats again, this and that, whatever it was, because like I said, niggas don't be dependable, but mm -hmm. bro was all for hitting the studio. Bro was all for shooting the video. We pulling up, we pulling the, the slingshots out, the can ams yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. We we, we having we yeah, we having a good time. So that helped that helped scape some of the album too. Just the vibes off of that shit. And then um, I think the song, uh, um, the back in the day song, uh, when I was when I was. That's mm -hmm. a remake. Also, uh, back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days, yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. So I just happened to do that with 50 Cal and D Rotto. Yeah. And uh, they actually up here, they actually up here right now. We've been together for the last couple of days. Uh but um we shot a video for that out there in Cali. That ain't been released yet. You know, so I'll be having videos in the vault now. Okay. And uh, uh we shot that in California too. And uh with that, you know, it was just a phone call. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we see you working, bro. What you got going on out there? Shit, I got this going on. What you got going out there? Let's put something together. So we sent the beat back and forth, dropped our verses and shit. I had it mixed and mastered out here. Slapped that on the album. Um, what another feature song on there? The uh, Paparazzi. Mm -hmm. Paparazzi is an old Paparazzi is a um a older song because I threw it on there because I owed it to the singer that's on there, Glennis Martin. Yeah. Um, yep. Glennis Martin passed away a couple of years ago. Okay. And uh, he was the lead singer of the group Seven Mile. Yeah, yeah, wow, okay, yeah, yeah, Le legendary group, okay. Yeah, legendary, they signed a Mariah Carey, all that shit. So, 
we had that song in the vault back in like shit 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was a song. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Because that boy still, like, that boy sound like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all wouldn't put that bit boy down last year. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. Saying? So, I, um, so I, um, so I just owed that to him because that, that was the homie, man. And that was a song, that song a lot of people liked that we hit the road with that song on tour before when we were signed, uh, going through the, uh, when we were signing Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mo Thugs and all that stuff, we was doing all that. And back then, we did a remix of that song. The original version was never uh, played or performed mm. on my album. It's like two or three different versions of it. You know what I'm saying? My album is just the version I put on my album because it was always my song. Mm-hmm. And I just went ahead and said, okay, for, for, for uh, business purposes, yeah, we can do a remix to it and put a Mo Cats on it and hit the road with it. You know what I'm saying? Just for more um, being loyal for everybody okay. to shine type thing. You feel what I'm saying? I had no issue with that. It was all love. So uh, that was the story behind Kinda that. Kind of like a posse so, cut. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like yeah, a posse yeah, we, yeah, yeah we, made, we made it like that. You feel me? And um, that was that feature song. Then the other song, I think the last song on the album is uh, Fuck Everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, fuck everybody. We can cuss on here, right? Yeah, yeah. You good? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, you say f everybody. I mean, I'm you know, sure I mean, I you know, I do you, yeah, baby? You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, fuck everybody. That was a song that was did maybe back then, but it was always a song I wanted to shoot a video for. It was always a song I really wanted everybody to be in the same place and perform, but we never could really all be in the place. Them the little bros on there, mm, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it never could be that you know what i'm saying so big bang homie is on that uh used to go by the name of godo he's big bang homie now he's doing his thing going hard in the paint hearse mode nails he on there uh uh, my nigga uh kong is on there k-o-n-g kong he on there and uh like i said we never all could really perform that song all together so Mm. i was like man that's still one of my favorite songs that never got released fuck it Put on the album, man. Let my bros know I miss these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit like that. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I, ain't, I ain't no no hating shit, man. That shit fire. You know what and, I'm saying? And, so, and it ain't gonna never be too late. You know when 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 you uh when you had that when you do that show to Weezy and uh Weezy and friends. You know what I'm saying? When you when you bring everybody like you know what I'm saying that that yeah. you know that type of energy. It's always gonna be a situation for that, and that's when it's gonna be the litest, bro. Uh, DJ Culinary, when did you? Uh, is, is that your official DJ? That's you, my official DJ and my tour DJ. How y'all link up, and like, what made you choose him? What made you see see his see what he was doing, and say, "Yo, I, we need to be we need to be one and the same." Um. Like, culinary wasn't on, on my radar at first, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I keep it 100 with niggas, man. Like, I end up meeting him uh, off of the award show he first was putting together. The first one was last year. I was nominated on it. And um, I had seen his name far as Instagram seen it, but never met him yet. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So I end up doing a radio interview with uh, Dirty D Radio. Yeah, Dirty D Radio. I did an interview. He happened to be on that same slot getting an interview before I got there. So when we end up kicking it, um, shout out to SJ over there. Um, she worked with uh, 
Iced Up Records and all that, Charm Management and all that. She do her thing. It was her radio show. And um, like I said, I was a guest on there. Um, and we end up kicking and cracking jokes, just talking and shooting the shit. And um, we end up building a relationship that day. And I think we exchanged numbers that day too, or something like that, whatever it was, you know, just off of business. Yeah. And um just just over time and Instagram and Instagram and uh hanging at the same venues and shit like that party. You know, most of these cats be always running to them in the streets or something. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, this, yeah. You know, just a little bit before COVID. So you know what I'm saying? So it was actually way before the COVID. Not way before, but it was before COVID. So um the award show was in that February before COVID. Yeah, February, right before COVID. So um, leading up into that, we just had a cool relationship. And um, I performed at the award show. I didn't win. I was nominated. I didn't win. I wasn't salty about it because the East Side brought along, brought home a lot of awards that night. I was cool with the East Side bringing home a lot of awards. But uh, I'm from the East. And, shout out. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, cool. And like I said, we just had a good relationship just cool 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 i end up you know reaching out talking music business with them all the time because i always told myself probably like back in 19 or 18 I, I i had told some people like it ain't too many people i need in my corner with this music shit no more because i can manage myself you know what i'm saying that ain't nothing i was like i need a, i need to lock in with a dj a booking agent and a hype man that's all i need for real you know what I'm saying? Like anything else, I can do. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just want somebody that's out there trying to book them shows along with me booking them shows, and we just have a busy-ass schedule. You know what I'm saying? So that was my whole thinking. And then I'm like, shit, he fucking with, uh, he fucking with my music. He doing verses before it was even verses and playing my music. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, it, okay. you know what I'm saying? Playing my music. I say, dog fucking with me. Keep the relationship going, this and that. And um, I forgot where we was at, what we was doing. I was like, nigga, I'm about to make you my DJ. Matter of fact, I only think it was to the summertime of last year we made it official. Okay. Or maybe a little bit after the summer made it official. He just was always reaching out, fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? So playing my music, whatever he got going on, tagging me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm playing your shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. So it was just, it was just natural for that to even happen because... All these other, a lot of these other DJs was on some Hollywood shit. You mm, know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm playing at the club, but nigga, you gotta throw me something. Like, nigga, this nigga playing my shit, shitty DJing. Off the love, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially, especially when you know, especially when you know my shit slap, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't always about the mighty dollar, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I move off of loyalty, like I said before. It's all back yeah. to that. I move off. I move off of that love. I move off of loyalty. So, and yeah, bringing, we all, made it bringing all that in full circle, bro. Plus, you got the winner circle. How do you? How do you choose? Like, who makes your winner circle? Like you say, you might only need a DJ. You might only need the the manager. Maybe a hype man. How do you choose who makes uh, Ouija's winner circle? Uh, the actual that actual name. Of the album Winter Circle, that actually was uh, a hashtag at first that came mm. to life. Okay, back in eighteen, mm. back in two thousand eighteen, Winter Circle eighteen was the hashtag. People can put that in and see a lot of my old shit pop up, and I was still I was hashtagging that then, and it became the album cover. I mean, it became the album name because um, Winter Circle is uh, it ain't all about the money or nothing like that. It's about uh, 
family, wealth, health, uh, your mental, everything just coming full mental circle and being together. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was all about that family and everything. So um, that's how Winter Circle formed to be an album name because a lot of shit for me was coming full circle. You know what I'm saying? I was in a tight rut and came out of that shit. Business was doing good. Family was doing good. Kids, everything. Uh, health was doing way good. Um, you know, everything was in a whole different direction. So just Winter Circle was like, yeah, that's, yep. I think that's that, that I'm sticking with that. I'm riding with that. I'm putting money behind that. Mm -hmm. Coming from coming from Detroit, right? I'm I'm from the, I'm from Detroit, born and raised. I live out here now, but I'm from the East Side, born and raised. Like you know, a lot of times, a lot of our records get broke in a strip club. Like you feel me? A lot of records hit harder in a strip club. Is that still is that still the goal, or is that the best way? Like let's say somebody listening right now and they're like, yo. How can I get popping? Is that still the best way to get your your record broke? Yeah, it's still it's still uh, yeah. one of the top. It's still in, in the top in the top five or top three. Okay, um, of getting records broke, it's still up there. You know, what I'm saying I've seen a lot of cats um, only pop in the strip club. You mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying the DJs only played in the strip club, but. These boys getting booked like crazy for the strip clubs. And there's opening avenues to get booked other places to get played outside of the strip clubs. So um sometimes a lot of these cats end up having it, it, it the strip club is in the top three. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a couple of cats that that maneuver outside of the club that still pop outside the club and then make it into the strip club. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And vice yeah. versa. So like the strip club definitely is still in the, in, the, in the top rankings of getting your shit broke in the club because the girls, if the girls keep requesting your song, keep messing with your song, you might be on to something. You know what I'm saying? You get one Thanks. club, you get one club that's messing with you. Uh, yeah, go play such and such. Go play such and such. DJ, like, who is that? Well, let me send it to you. You know what I'm saying? Then the DJ got it. Now he playing it for the girl who probably didn't dance five times on stage tonight and probably didn't play the song twice of her five times on stage. She, she doing that little that. solo to your, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, now it's like, well, you know, other girl, like, who was that? Who was that? Now they want to play it on their set. Then yeah. it just yeah. contagious now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you, you, now somebody else, then one of them girls and went to another club. You got that? I don't got that. Who was that? Let yeah. me send it to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it be like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I tell yeah. people, Hey, it, it, it is what it is, man. I don't even like I I, I don't even, like when people be trying to make certain songs for certain stuff, it don't come out right sometimes. Like I can't sit up here and say, Oh yeah, that's gonna be definitely for the strip club. If it end up being in the strip club, end up being in the strip club, because some song that play in the strip club originally never was made for the strip club. You know what I'm saying? With just some nice. shit that was made and it sound good, sped up, it yeah. sound good dancing to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. it be like that, man. Uh, with so many legends, and, and I'm talking about from our era to now, uh, Detroit has produced a lot of a lot of legends. Like I'm talking about, like you know, like I say, from early, from early '90s to like right now to tomorrow is gonna be somebody new coming out. Do you think Detroit gets the recognition for producing talent that we deserve? Do you think we get the proper recognition? Um, now, hell yeah. Okay. In the last, like I said, in the last two years, 
it definitely didn't took a turn. Mm-hmm. It definitely took a turn in Michigan, period, and in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? It definitely mm-hmm. took a turn because it's more eyes watching. There's more ears listening. Some of these cats ain't getting the best situations, but they definitely getting the looks. They get the you look. Know what I'm saying? So they definitely getting the looks. Like, oh, yeah, we fucking with them. Oh, yeah, let's, let's bring that guy down here and see what he can do. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely getting the attention that Detroit have been missing for a long time. And these mm-hmm. cats is uh making the best out of these situations, and they bringing that gold home. You know what I'm saying? In so many words, they bringing that gold home. So, um, and there's a lot of cats from Detroit people don't even know that's in these meetings and getting these positions and getting these deals. Mm-hmm. Might be a deal for two hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Might be a deal for a hundred thousand. Might be a deal for five hundred thousand. And a lot of people don't even think these people got deals. And they mm. got deals. And you looking at them like, hey, my man, this is that. But dog sitting with a contract. Dog eating with a fat check every month. You know what I'm mm. saying? So it's a lot of these cats out here that's, that's eating off of this music. And you will never know it because you still think dog just doing local shit when he really in these meetings and really making these moves. Um, because, uh, you know, a lot of cats look at... Um, I'm going to use them for example, like a young Jeezy or a T.I. or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, they got the cars. They got the house and, oh, this and that. They own everything, this and that. And you ain't got to strive to be that big right now. It can happen. But there's a lot of cats that's on the road. And even for example, my nigga King Gordy. King Gordy from Detroit. Started Van Dyke. <laughs> Van Dyke and Harper all day. That's my baby and a good friend of mine and he told me years ago dog and this shit made perfect sense when he said it he said i he said i don't aim for the radio they don't play my shit on the radio but i'm booked every day of the week you i have a career me? you feel me? i have a career <laughs> you know what i'm saying i have absolutely a career. And I was there to see that shit. Like, this nigga always on the road. This nigga always on a tour. His tour, somebody tour, he always doing something. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? He's straight, mm-hmm. pocket full. He's straight, account good, mama good, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. Like, when when I, when I he said that shit, he said a little bit different than that. But when he said that, I looked at shit totally different. Okay. Okay. I looked at shit totally. I was like one of them situations when a homie tell you something. You know what I'm saying? One of them situations where you like, man, the homie ain't tell me, big homie, whatever it is. Yeah, the homie told me some shit, and that shit made sense, and I ain't never forget it. You know what I'm saying? I'll be cool with me personally. I'll be cool with getting 500 a day to do shows, opposed to trying to chase a million dollar situation. Yeah. That I yeah. Yeah, and and then you and, and you missed out on this because you you chasing something that might not even be meant for you. You you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. But until you get that, you can definitely eat. Yeah. Every day, six days out of the week, you book seven days, five days. Long as you busy and booked, booked and busy, mother can't tell you nothing. You're on your way to something. Facts, bro. Facts can't tell. <laughs> Facts, bro. For real, it's all about your definition of success. Like you know, what I'm saying, don't don't yeah. look at this man's success. 
Look at what, like, you know what I'm saying? Look at what, because you might not even be able to fit in his shoes. You don't even know what it took right. to get in that man's shoes over there. Like, you follow what I'm saying? So right. that's definitely yeah. some jewels. That's definitely some jewels that you dropping on them. I see, I was looking at your story, your Instagram story, right? I seen the equipment in that boy. Can we be expecting like a a a a, a fashion a, a fashion line or a merch line from Weegee? Yo, Zed, you about to get us uh, together out here? Yeah, it's on the flow, man. It's already on the you know flow. Uh, if, if if it's if it's confidential right now, then we can we no, can. No, it's can not. Say, Okay. No, it's not. It's one of my shirts right here. Collect the fresh clothing. I, I, if you look at them videos you've been watching, I have Collect the Fresh on in them videos. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Collect the Fresh clothing is mine. I own that. Yeah. And um, right now, what I'm doing is uh, I'm about to cut the middleman out and uh, manufacture all my own shit. And um, me and one of my partners, he has a store in Atlanta. They're putting my clothes in real soon when the store mm -hmm. get up and running. And get all the particulars together down there. And um, I'm going to have my own little section, collect the fresh section in the store in Atlanta. So uh, I had a couple pieces up here in the Greenfield Plaza last You was just down right there not too long ago, right? Yeah. That's why. That's one yeah. of the reasons why. Yes. Yeah. So uh, um, I had a photo shoot down there for the clothing line. Uh, yep, I had a photo shoot down there for the clothing line. Um, and uh, went to go look at the store, check everything out. And, uh, you know, try to get the ball rolling on uh, on a certain issues and stuff like that. So um, everything going well, man. Like I said, hopefully by the end of the summer, we'll have everything sweet down there to get everything going. Like I said, I'm going to have my own section in the store. Um, it's a nice size store, too. Um, but the pieces I had up here in Greenfield Plaza last summer, um, they didn't do that well. You know what I'm saying? Because people didn't want to cross eight mile like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. Yeah. They didn't do that you know, way. We still, still scared across the eight mile, man. Ain't yeah, so, same, I mean, bro. I still, I still made a couple <laughs> dollars, but yeah. and uh, I still made a couple dollars, but at the same time, it's like you know, what I'm saying I, I need to make it where people can really have access to it at a good price, so that shit can fly off the shelves, type thing too. So, um, what I'm doing is, uh, I'm about to gut out my whole garage. Okay, turn that into a sweatshop. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. And, and, and get it together so um hopefully in the next month or so i had everything the way i needed to be and everything and um in between everything else i got going on it's it's gonna be a hard do but uh get everything to go and get the ball rolling man start pressing up my own shirts and hats and scarves and uh socks i'm be doing um jeans all that stuff mm. you know what I'm even even for the women, I got pieces in mind. I'm gonna be putting together. So it's it's, it's definitely uh it's definitely on the flow, man. It's definitely right, and it, and that's gonna be right in time for uh Weezy season, the release party, the listening party, huh? Oh yeah, the album drops uh in September. I haven't really? said it but it's ready to go. Um, I might just drop it around my birthday like I do all a lot of my other stuff, man. I always drop something in September, regardless of what it is. I drop I always drop something in September, but probably drop it around my birthday, uh, or on my birthday or something like that again. You got that. And, uh, you got the uh you got the pick a side block party. Talk about that uh pick a side block party you got coming up. Cause don't you still got uh slots uh open for some guys that wanna Oh yeah, I'm definitely opening up the room for uh for guys to come show themselves off on stage and everything, man, on the performance tip, vendors can come out and show out. Um, 
the Pick a Side block party came about off of the song Pick a Side, which yeah, is my yeah, single yeah, yeah. Dropping, that's dropping Friday um, on all platforms. And uh, that was one of those songs, like you said, you hear the beat and just put something to it right then and there. Uh, I actually record, I actually wrote to that song same way I did I'll Be Back. I actually wrote to that song maybe like two hours before the studio, an hour before the studio. Mm-hmm. And finished it literally when I was pulling up. Literally finished it as I was pulling up, writing and driving. Like I got a habit of that. You know what I'm saying? Just writing and driving, listening to the beat, freestyling, writing it down, whatever. I have a real bad habit of that shit. People are like nigga, you living dangerous out here, nigga, writing and driving. But it just that that's when I be having my time to myself to hear the music and no interruptions and you know what I'm saying, let the wind blow type thing and just yeah. be at peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um <laughs> That that that's one of them situations. And uh when I did it, um one or two people were like, man, what you about to do with that beat? What I'm about to do with it. You'll see. You know what I'm saying? Then when everybody was in the studio, I just so happened to have extra people in the studio that day. And when I recorded it, as soon as I walked in, I made them put that bitch on. Like, put this on, I'm gonna do this right now while I got it in my head, while it's fresh, while the energy is in me. You know what I'm saying? Give me that right now. Recorded that bitch. Niggas turned their head like, what the, whoa, what? Hold on, this nigga. Okay. Then yeah, more people started showing up to the studio. I tell the engineer, man, stop that. Play that shit back I just did when I first got in here. The whole studio, women and men and that bitch like, we Going probably hard. played that bitch four, five, probably played it four, five times back to back like it was a, uh, like it was a um club or something, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We in the studio going crazy. Right, the studio gig, like right, right. Yeah, like I'm like I'm looking at the reaction. Yep, that's going on the album right there. That's the single. Okay, that ain't gonna talk about. That's the official single. I was about to make a whole another single. Once again, a whole another situation was about to be the single, and um I was sitting on. And I'm like, no, this is about to be the lead because I need that energy. Like this, that, this, that jump on top of the car, mean mugging, nigga, what you looking at, nigga, this, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying, a situation with a couple females that dance, I'm like, oh, yeah, that shit bang. Yep. Okay, yep. Yeah. We're going we gonna to get that together. Because the women, because the women, they like that hard shit too, bro. Like, don't get it confused, yeah. bro. Like, like, just as much as us, they, 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 you know what I'm saying? They riding, they, you know what I'm saying? They gigging. Yeah, harder that, than so, most niggas. So you already know they want to listen to something that's tough. Yeah, so that been that that that's that whole situation. Like shit, it came about just like that. Connor was in the studio. A couple more people was in the studio and stuff like that. I'm like, nigga, this that one right here. Like nigga, shit. He like shit. Put my tag on there. Put my tag on. There. That's us, nigga. Make that us, nigga. Ooh, I don't mm-hmm. care, nigga. Shit, I put his tag on there. We went ahead and uh, got that together, man. And um, shit, that bitch will be out next Friday. We uh, cause I originally wanted to shoot the video on some hood shit, like at a gas station, just like fifty deep at a gas station. But we end up turning it into a whole situation, like like a whole block party. Like fuck it, let's just shut down one area. Live DJ, have people out there having a good time. Bring some cars make it, make out. Make it a little event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bring some cars out. Make it a whole event. Bring the drones out, cameras out, all yeah. that type stuff. Uh, <laughs> just, just, go, just go crazy. I got a uh, spooky shooting a video. That's locked in. He gonna be shooting a video. Um, we got Coalition DJs showing love on that. Colin Air Coalition DJs. Um, 
my label, Hood Committee Music. I got one artist I'm working with, my brother King Diego. He performing his new single that uh, we've been working on and shit. So he performing. And, uh, like, you know, there's going to be a couple other special guests, man, falling through, showing love. Like, you know, I just want people just to come and show love and just stop by, say what up, and just have a good time. And we're going to have the music banging out there. You know what I'm saying? The parking lot right there, Jefferson and Shane, um, and the old Flood Records parking lot right okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're taking over the parking lot, man. We're taking over the parking lot, and we're doing what we do. And uh, we about to have a good time with it, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. um, we just we just we just trying to get it together and, and and make it do the most, man. We out there at five o'clock. Vendors setting up at four o'clock. Edibles, food, uh, clothes, vendors, uh, infused uh, drinks, vendors, and all that mm. type of stuff. The alcohol mm. stuff, folks, and you know, said so we getting all that together. So um, party, party. <laughs> yeah, so I just want my people, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm starting at five o'clock because the simple fact a lot of businesses are still gonna be open earlier that day. And I don't want any issues with their traffic, our traffic. I want their customers to have parking spaces and all that if it do get that big early on, you know what I'm saying? So just to respect them businesses off rip, to respect those businesses off rip, that's what it's gonna be. I um I'm in an interview and um just to respect, just to respect those uh, businesses, I'm gonna do it at five. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I do think about other people when I do shit. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like I just want to take over and disrespect everybody's business because I actually wanted to go crazy. I do. I wanted to go wild. I want the girls out there with the shorts on. Yeah. I want all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? I, I I just wanted to be a good turnout, have a good time, shoot a video in the mints. And uh, like I said, it's from 5 to 10. We ain't going to be out there that long, man. Just come out, have a good time for a few hours, and everybody get to the crib early or leave early and get on by their way safely. Um, and just come out and have a good time because it might open up a situation where they might want to, um, you know, people might want to do another one before mm -hmm. the summer up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, situations like that that go good, you never know what come out of it later on down the line. Yeah. For real, especially when it's when 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 it's popping, it's gonna be on high demand, yo. When the next one, y'all gonna do a fall when we 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 gonna do the yeah, winter, so yeah. winter boy, winter extravagant. Like what's going on? Like you know what I'm saying? And and and, and what I noticed, bro. What I what I love and noticed about you, uh, hence the name Ouija the Hustler. You follow what I'm saying? Your business mindset is superb. You feel me? Like like where did that come from? Where did that drive and that mindset to just like not only just I'm. I'm gonna be the artist, but I'm gonna have my hands in everything. I'm gonna develop the talent. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build these platforms. It's, I'm gonna start these block parties. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Where did that mindset come it from? Come from it, it, it come from it come from early on, man. Like my mama was a hustler. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was the only child, as far as with my mom's, my uh, you know, my daddy was a Rolling Stone, but uh, my mom's, she was a hustler, man. She always had a uh um a attitude of you know what i'm saying we got to make this happen like i'm not about to sit still type situation so um that's where all that came from uh early on but then uh even me being in the hood um with some of the homies like we always were trying to get a couple dollars you know what i'm saying and i ain't said we about to get a thousand 
But shit, a couple dollars to make the situation better because shit, everybody living the way they living in the hood, you know what I'm saying? A couple dollars going to make something better, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that been my mind frame for a long time. I used to be in, I used to be in the hood selling stolen bikes, redid, take them from somewhere else, redo them with the homies and shit, sell them bitches for a couple dollars. Like, once again, a couple dollars make a situation way better. You don't know what a nigga's situation at the crib is. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? I got people that was less, less fortunate than me, more fortunate than me, you know what I'm saying? And I never judge nobody off of that. Like, shit, nigga need to make some money. Let's go, let's go do this and let's go do that mm. to make it happen. And then, you know what I'm saying? Even when I got to high school, um, um, like, I'm a nigga, you go to the buy cigarettes. I don't nigga you go to the bad weed in high school. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like shit. You need some batteries for your woman. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like I had everything going on. Like, ain't no telling. Because shit. It, it just, I was just on a hustle tip. So you know what I'm saying? It was just like I was on a hustle tip. So it was just like I couldn't stop. And then um with that mentality kind of was a uh, a curse because i ended up going to prison at a young age um mm -hmm. uh, based around that on the hustle tip you know what i'm saying leading into a bigger hustles and doing other stuff and um even in prison you know what i'm saying you got to learn you got to learn the patience and you know what i'm saying you got to have that level of mind because at first i didn't have that level of mind when i first got to the joint you know what i'm saying so um you know you got to have that patience and get that level head at some point and listen to them old heads sometime and let them, uh, you know what I'm saying, let them give you a little game sometimes. You soak it up, you soak it up. You don't, you don't. That's on you. But you make yourself hard. You make your situation harder on yourself if you ain't really trying to put the best foot forward. So that was my whole thing. That was my whole thing with getting a lot of things in order. Um, was putting the best foot forward. And then as time, just bumping my head and bumping my head in the music and all the other stuff, events and coming up short on money at events and stuff like that i had to start thinking like uh how can i make this event better the next time how can i make this event this event better this time or how can i cater to these people where they don't feel left out or um okay yeah i can't bring this many people involved or i can't book this many people because it's gonna be too much you know yeah. what i'm saying you gotta have all yeah. you gotta have all the calculations together because yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times events can go great. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to, years ago, I used to throw uh, one event a year in uh, Toledo. Okay. It was, a strip club, it was a strip club event. And I was really able to spread my wings on that and really mold that into what I needed it to be. You know what I'm saying? Early on with the planning of it because things was falling in line. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is how you do an event. Yeah, this is how you supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying? With everything that was going on with it, even though it was at a strip club, but it was just like the fundamentals of it. And it was a once-a-year event. We did it maybe for like three years straight. And um, it always sold out. It always was wall-to-wall. -wall. It always was like every customer was satisfied leaving the event. And every person that worked at the establishment was satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Like, I brought a party bus of people from Detroit down there every time, maybe anywhere from 50 or more people down there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Every trip we did every year, it was 50-plus people from Detroit coming down there in the club, plus the people from down there in the club partying. So you got people putting up on the party bus, feeling like celebrities and all that shit, pocket full of money. 
the women wearing Rolexes, the fellas dressed wearing Rolexes, everybody fresh in there. You know what I'm saying? Like having a good time. They walking on money in there. You can't clean up the money fast enough when they walking in there. Bartenders, damn, they're crying. They ain't had so much of a good night. Hey, they. Damn, they're crying. Like, <laughs> I got to pay my rent tomorrow early. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, it's just the whole vibe of all the situation because I never put that aura in the air. Like, oh, yeah, we about to have some rowdy niggas in the bitch shooting the club. But no, we about to have yeah, a good time. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When people coming out, they coming out dressed. They coming out with money in their pocket. They coming they're out, coming out a with good. a different mindset. They they coming out yeah. with the mindset of we about to have a good time. Tonight going to be that night. You feel really? Yeah. Yeah, you got to get your pictures in. You got to get that footage. You got to you got to show up to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to got to be there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was that whole situation. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hate I had to stop that situation down there due to things out of my control. But you know it's had nothing to do with me. But you know so I just left that alone and just said fuck it and hung up the towel for a while. You know what I'm saying? I haven't through no event in a long time. And uh, this block party was definitely uh um something I needed to do for myself along with just on people to have a good time okay hella dope man hella jewels bro and, and and like i say man i see the i see the work ethic like even just as i was doing my homework on you you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm like bro see a lot of people say to the hustler and a lot of people say this that and the third but bro living up to his name like bro really putting in work bro really uh really out here big stepping like you feel me so like you know what i'm saying oh, yeah, i just want to salute you on that bro like for real for real um real quick before we go i do this thing where I, it's called one gotta go bro there's just to, you know have a little fun before we get up out of here i want to let you get back to your hustling um and i'm, I'm probably finna go chill bro because it's been a long day for me myself man but uh one gotta go we're gonna do we're gonna do uh like four different things so like one gotta go Cartiers, Rollies, Al Wassams, or Jordans. This for my Detroit niggas. One gotta go. Cartiers, Rollies, them Alwoos, or them Jays. One gotta go never existed. Damn. <laughs> never existed never existed damn uh i'm gonna go with uh man i'm gonna go with al wool man cuz i i eh, is i'm going to go <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Owl, man. I'm a jury fan, so I can't go that route. That, uh, that would have been that would have been my choice, man. Them them Owls would have been my choice. Like I can, I, I I don't have to have an Owl sign, like, but them Jays, I gotta have, like every now and then I gotta have a yeah, every now and then. Yeah, now every now and then I get I get the family some Jordans and stuff like that. Get myself something something yeah, in the Jordan yeah, family. Yeah, something, you so. know what I'm saying. Yays, just because you know we from the you know every every region like to say they put on with the yays, but you know what I'm saying ain't nothing like uh all right. Choose one of these groups, bro. Eastside Cheddar Boys, Street Lords, Team Eastside, Doughboys, Cash Out. Mm. I gotta choose one. Choose one. This ain't one gotta go. Oh, okay. Just choose one. If you can only, if, uh, if, uh -huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, 
Street Lords. Yup. I I, would have went. I said Street Lords too because without the Street Lords, you kind of wouldn't have had like some of those that came up under that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I just seen the interview with uh, Iceway and he was like, yo, them was my them was my big homies coming up. Like, ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? So that's hella dope. You can only pick one, bro. Henny, I don't know if you're a drinker or not, but Henny, Duce, Patron, or Ciroc, Diddy. <laughs> Duce. Duce, that was that the easy. The Duce got to go, or the Duce is the number one pick? The number one pick. Your number one boy, du- boy. Yeah, out of, out of that, Duce. Yeah, hell yeah. Duce okay. all day. And this is the last one, bro. Snowfall, I don't know if you watch this. Snowfall, Power, or The Wire? Pick one. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Man, and it's, it's, I watched the first couple of Snowfall episodes when it first dropped. Yeah. I didn't get into it to, to, I didn't get back into it until late last year, catching up on everything. But I got to go with Snowfall to be number one, man. I got to, I got to go with Snowfall, even though I'm a Wire fan. Yeah, I was there for every episode, every week when that shit was on. I'm a Wire fan. Yeah, I stopped what I was doing to go watch the Wire to make sure I caught the episode <laughs> when it fresh. When they fresh was on, I don't care what was going on. I made sure I caught up with that man. But I got to go with Snowfall, man, just because just because how dope they playing that timeline of that shit. It just the, the whole writing yeah. and everything behind yeah. Snowfall is just dope. Yeah. I look I look at that shit because I be into wanting to shoot a movie type thing and the acting shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm getting my act on to some upcoming shit. So you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like like you know what I'm saying? So I gotta definitely uh I definitely pay attention to certain shit now. Salute, man. Hey yo, Ouija, what 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 can we expect coming up from you? What can we look forward to? What you got on the flow? Um, man, Ouija season is what the temperature is right now, man. Okay, they, okay. You know what I'm saying like, like that's what the temperature is right now. Anything to do with Ouija right now? Ouija season. Um, that's the new album coming out in September. On um, the single, pick a side. The first single off the album. Well, we about to go crazy with that. I'm on a 30 day campaign right now. Everything I do every day has something to do with the release of the single with the video shoot with the block parties all based around that for the next 30 days type thing um and um every day I'm, I'm 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 making it my my job to hit somebody business party block hood store and let them know about pick a side ouija season ouija block party anything to do with that that's what i'm doing for 30 days straight no matter what it is where it's at person instagram facebook whatever they, i'm making sure i reach out to people and got them saying that saying something about it doing something with it um and that's just basically what it is uh collect the fresh the clothing line that's going to be on a bigger scale real soon a lot of people mm-hmm. been seeing me rock the hoodies and rock the hats and the t-shirts and the kids and everything so we about to get that on a bigger scale for y'all folks man and and in, in the coming uh, months of this year um, 
Ouija Denzel Washington. That's that's about to be my uh my you know <laughs> your new Ouija moniker. Denzel Washington. Yeah, that's gonna be my <laughs> thing in a minute, man. Ouija Washington or something, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna yeah. get it. We gonna we gonna get it going, man. I I, I got a couple of acting situations. Uh, I'm involved in uh the situation that's already done. Uh, matter. Of, uh, I can't never pronounce it because of uh, my speech or whatnot. But uh, massive ah shit. What is it? Um. The creator is Mark Hunter. He was uh, big in the play world for the last 10 or 12 years. He like okay. the Tyler Perry of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like He's mm. big in that world. You know what I'm saying? So he just switched over to the movies. Um, I have a big role, a big skull in the upcoming movie he got going on, man. Um, if y'all on Instagram, go to Mark Hunter 313 his page. Um, he got a new page. Uh, them haters and shit fucked up his other page and shit, but uh, he got a new page. I mean, you can see some of the shit on there he got coming up. Um, excuse me for not pronouncing the first part of the movie name. I always get tongue tied on it, but uh, you'll see it on there. Um, I got music on that uh, movie. I'm acting in the movie, and Collector Fresh is in the movie. You know what okay. I'm saying? The clothing. So, um, it's definitely a good look for the city. Definitely a good look for people um, that come from where I come from, mm -hmm. doing something with their talent, doing something with their skills. You know what I'm saying? So, um, big shout out to Mark Hunter. I appreciate the opportunity to come out and do that. We got future um, uh, film stuff coming up and production stuff coming up together. Uh, like I said, it's Ouija season. Uh, look out for more stuff from Hood Committee Music. Um, and uh, look out for them uh, Ouija season tours coming up, man. Promo tours and dates and stuff, man. I'm definitely putting on a hell of a show. I'm definitely putting a hell of production together for these shows, man. So just mess with me, man. That's all I can say, man. Just stay tuned in, locked in, because uh, shit about to get way bigger. And to get different. <laughs> it's going to get different. Yeah, yeah, the season yeah, has definitely. begun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what puppy say on that uh, Escobar, es Escobar season has begun? Yeah, what puppy say on that now? Nah, yeah, so you know, yeah, it's all it's them vibes right there. That's them vibes right there, definitely. Definitely, Love, man. Hey, where can they follow you at? And where can they uh get your mu music on all platforms? Yeah, music is on all platforms. Um, social media. Uh, I, I I'm trying to get my Instagram back popping because I had lost it. I had to get a new one back. But this is the page everybody on. Uh, Ouija the Hustle, that's W-E-E-G-E-E -E -E underscore T-H-A underscore H-U-S-T-L-A. That's Ouija the Hustle. Or you can just Google me, man. Videos pop up, music pop up. Everything pops up, man. You, I got a couple pages on Google. Y'all can just skim through there. and That's a fact. I Googled you, you know what I'm saying? That, so that's a fact. He ain't lying. Like, as soon as you, as soon as you type him in, he there, baby. He there. Yeah, Google images, yeah. <laughs> images, Google, whatever. It, it, it's, it's all in there. Go to it's images. There. I got pictures on there younger and everything so like i say like you know what i'm saying nigga need to find me he can definitely find me i ain't never hard to find man yo weezy i, I appreciate you jo for joining me and for taking the time out to rock with me bro like you know what i'm saying uh like you don't know how how much you know what i'm saying just you know giving me the opportunity to sit down and, and pick your brain and, and and get some game from you yeah. and not only did i get some game but somebody watching this probably didn't got some game so you know what i'm saying yeah, definitely, definitely. I appreciate the opportunity, man, and all the blessings to you, too, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, there we have it, A1 Live Podcast. We G, the hustler.